Please be aware that the comments, views, opinions shared on this podcast are not meant to diagnose a medical problem and or legal problem. If you do have a medical problem or legal problem, kindly contact a professional. Welcome to Annapolis a Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to an Apple a Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. How you feeling today, my friend? You feeling any better than last week? Getting stronger? You doing what the doctor tells you? You taking your medication as it's written? How about the therapist? Do you still go to therapy? Are you still doing the exercises that you're supposed to be doing? I hope so. As a matter of fact, I know you are. Nobody wants to be sick. That's for sure. So how's everything else going? You know, a lot of times when we're on disability, we become more aware of our financial problems. Did you notice that? I think it's because we have more time to sit around and think, which sometimes thinking we can be our own worst enemy. Believe me, I've been in that boot. But then, you you know, you run the computer and you start getting these things in your emails that promise you riches and fame and fortune and you name it. Now, as I was preparing for today's episode, I, I checked out my email right before we went online today. And, of course, I received a new email scam. I received probably six or ten of these a week, believe it or not. And, you know, you, you're probably thinking, well, I must have clicked on something bad somewhere. This can happen just from going onto store sites or filling out a request for information on a legitimate site. You never know who's going to sell your information or trade your information off. But doesn't necessarily mean that you've got a virus on your computer. It just means that somebody got a hold of your name from somewhere. Evidently, they don't have your personal information because if they did, they wouldn't be sending you letters. Well, anyway, I got this email today and I'm just going to read it to you. See what you think. It comes from the United Bank for Africa. In parentheses, it says UBA. It's Metro Plaza, plot 991-992. Zakari Mallet Street, Cadestral Zone AO, Kantanu, Benin Republic. Okay. It says, attention beneficiary. Information reaching us from our corporate headquarters now stated that you haven't received your approved U.S. $2.7 million compensation payment fund. To make everything fast and easy, we've decided to open up an online account for you in our bank. And from your online account with us, you can start transferring your fund conveniently into your nominated bank account in your country. Very nice of them. Note, you are hereby advised to cut communications or whatever business you have with any individual or group of people regarding your compensation fund to avoid being a victim the second time. (laughs) The second time. Follow the instructions given to you by my office so that you can receive your fund without much stress. Alrighty then. The first paragraph says that... I've got 2.7 million coming from somewhere in Africa. I didn't know I had any kind of business in Africa, but it's a compensation fund, so I must be getting compensated for something, you think, right? 
Now the second paragraph is even kind enough to put note in big letters. You are hereby advised to cut your communications or whatever business you have with any individual or group of people regarding your compensation fund to avoid becoming a victim the second time. Oh, the second time. So in other words, we're already becoming a victim with this letter. So they're nice enough to tell us to don't talk to anyone else about this. Just get rid of it so you don't become a victim again. And then they want us to follow the instructions given to you by my office so that you can receive your funds without much stress. Yes, this sounds like a very, very, very official banking notice. My bank always tells me, pay your, pay your overdrawn amount so you don't have that much stress. It says, kindly, fo kindly follow the instructions and fill, fill below the information, please. All fields with an asterisk must be filled in. Well, what do you know? Every field has an asterisk next to it. So let's see what they want from us, you know, to receive our $2.7 million. Ah, oh, it says personal information. Your first name, your last name, your state of origin, your nationality, your national ID card number, your phone number, your marital status, your gender, and your birth date. Hmm. I've always seen it written as date of birth, but that could be a, a country thing. And then it wants you to indicate your address, residential address, city, state, country, zip code, email address. Then they want you to confirm your email address. And then this is very important. They want your password, but not to worry because in parentheses right next to that, it says secure. And then it says, thanks. Yours, yours sincerely, Mike Phillip, United Bank of Africa, UBA, Benin Republic. But now this is a scam, right? You know it just by reading it. And they're, they're kind enough to tell you don't become a victim again after this. Just destroy this. But um, you look at it and you go, how could you not know this is a scam? But you know what? There's plenty of people out there probably that are falling for this. Otherwise, they wouldn't be sending this out. And you know, the funny part is you look at the whole picture here. This looks like it was written on a Word document. It's not an official form by any stretch of the imagination. There's no header on it or anything like that. No logo. So you're saying to you, I said to myself at first, I was like, how, how can you not notice this is a scam? But this is what they call a phishing scam. They'll send out 25 of these and 25 people will throw it away. But the 26th one might say, well, 2.7 million and I'm broke. I could probably use that right now. I'll take a chance on it. And bam, they got the 26th person to receive this. And they'll send out 25 more and the 26th might say, yeah, this is right. Phishing scam. That's all it is. I'm sure you get these. You know, you get the one that says the Prince of wherever and he's being held hostage and he wants to get his treasures out of the country. So he, he wants to send them to you because he knows that you're safe. You're legitimate. Yeah, that's how I do it usually. When I want to get my treasures out of a country, I just pick someone's name at random on the Internet and send them this thing. And I promise you, I'll give you 50 percent of my uh, my fortune. 50 percent of nothing is nothing. But. Again, there's all these scams out there. And like I said, we're living on fixed incomes. And sometimes, like not this one, not this one from the African bank. But you get some of these things that they look really realistic. I mean, they look like genuine pieces of important documents that they're sending you. Maybe I'm jaded because even when I'm getting legitimate things, I kind of second guess it. But you get people, again, like us, who we're living on fixed incomes where 
we're living basically month to month. And if that month ever passes that the checks are held back or something, we could be in dire straits. So you're looking at this and you're going, wow, this is money and possibly it's true and you want to believe it's true. So you start getting yourself involved with it. That's the big mistake. Now, I've been doing some research on this stuff, you know, scams that come on the internet or the telephone. And I'm going to give you a website to go to. The website is www.usa.gov forward slash stop dash scams dash frauds. Now, I'm going to have this information up on Famous Apple. You can, you can go over to the website later and check it out. I have a list that they put out of the most popular scams. Some of them I'm sure you've, you've come across. I know I came across just about all of these, with the exception of a few, I guess. Here's what the list is. The advanced fee schemes. Don't fall for claims that you have won a lottery, prize, or can invest in a great opportunity if you have to pay a fee in advance. In other words, you get a letter from somebody or a phone call that says, you've won the Norwegian lottery, but in order to get your winnings, you have to pay some taxes up front, and you can pay with a credit card. Don't fall for it. The chain letters. Oh boy, the chain letters. These letters promise to help you get rich quickly if you participate and forward these letters on to your friends and family. Yeah, my friends and family would choke me for that. Uh, another one is charity scams. This, there's a lot of on the phone and a lot of on the email, but I think there's more on the phone of these. These scammers take advantage of your willingness to help people in need and charitable causes. They may collect your donation and keep it for themselves instead of using it to help those in need. I've gotten calls from the Worldwide Police Benevolent Association for police officers around the world, and they want you to make a donation. And they're very helpful because they tell you, do you want to make 10, 50, or 100? Well, I don't want to make any. Got to watch out for those. Same thing with the, with the animal rescue leagues and all this other. They'll send you something on the internet and it'll say, help these dogs out or these cats out. And it only costs you less than a cup of coffee, 55 cents a day. And for 55 cents a day, they can go out, rescue them, feed them, clean them up, get them into a, adoptive homes and all for 55 cents a day. I don't know. That sounds like an awful, an awful low price to do all of that. But what they're doing is they're, they're doing this to thousands of people. And yes, they, they're going to, they're going to make a donation to some animal league somewhere, but it's only going to be like 10 cents on a dollar. The rest of it goes to overhead and spokespeople and all that other nonsense. Now, another scam is the coupon scams. Coupons can be a very helpful way to save money on your purchases, but be aware of illegitimate offers. You ever see that? You get a, an email that says, forward this to your friends, ABC Hardware, and you'll get 50% off your purchase. Just show them this coupon, which is bogus. It's nonsense. There's some people that will actually charge you. They'll charge you. They'll charge you a nominal fee, $25.00. And you, I'll give you a coupon that's going to give you half off whatever you purchase at this major store. You say $25, it's worth it. I'll go in there and I'll blow five, 600 bucks. But then you don't get the money off because it's a scam coupon. So not only don't you get the products that you want, you've already lost $25. Another scam, the dating scams. Now these, these play on people's hearts. Scammers may create fake profiles on online dating sites and express interest in you, just so he or she can convince you to send them money. That's sickening, really. Now the next thing here is uh, debt relief scams. Some scammers hope that you're eager to get rid of your debt as they are to scam you out of your money. Know the warning signs so you won't be their next victim. Free security scans. 
Now this is this is becoming commonplace every day. Don't be tricked by messages on your computer screen that claim your machine is already infected with a virus. The realistic but phony security alerts exploit your fear of online viruses and security threats. Now, let me just tell you this real quick. I got one of these two days ago, and what it did was it lit up my whole screen red, and it flashed, you have been infected, and then it says Microsoft report, and I'm looking at this going, I know this is a scam, and it wants you to click here, click there, and you know what the thing is, is you try to shut off your computer, you can't, it doesn't let you. You try to X out of it, you can't. You try to close the window, you can't. So what I did is I did a manual shutdown. I turned the computer back on. When I did, before I did anything, I cleaned out the cookies and I did a disk cleanup. And I didn't get the I didn't get this again. But this is random. This isn't the first time I've gotten that. I've gotten it where I put a square in the middle of my screen that I was on. Or I, there was one time that I was doing research for the podcast here. And it came up, it blocked my computer screen, and I was trying the worst way to get it to go down, you know, to get it out of the way. And I didn't, I didn't think yet about turning it off manually, but here I am, I'm trying to X out and trying to get into my control panel, and you can't. So the thing to do with this, and I'm telling you this from firsthand knowledge, you get something like this up on your computer, don't press anything. Don't press any buttons, nothing. Just reach onto your computer, turn the whole system off, do a direct shutdown. It may have to update your files to turn it back on again, but that's fine. But don't press anything on your screen. That's just from my experience. Uh, another one, another scam that's out there is the government grant scams. Despite ads that say you qualify for a government grant, these are often scams. Be wary of responding to office emails or claims that the government agency names. Health product scams. Be wary of trusting all claims. Take time to get the facts about the product first. International financial scams. A variety of scams offers entries into foreign lotteries or international investment opportunities. Kind of like my friend there from the African bank. IRS-related scams. Now, here's another one that I've interacted with personally. But it says, be careful of the email that is supposedly from the IRS. Scammers try to gain access to your financial information in order to steal your identity and assets. I've had more of a problem with the IRS or people saying they're from the IRS calling me. I get one probably about a month or two ago that the fella on the phone, you can definitely tell he's not American. He's got that, uh, like an Indian accent. I'm not saying he's Indian, but he's got that type of accent from that region. And he tells me his name. When he, call, when he called up, I answered the phone. He says, uh, hello, my name is Officer Elvis Weintraub. <laughs> I was like, excuse me? You know, I'm trying to think what, what parent in their right mind names their kid Elvis. And Weintraub? Elvis Weintraub. And he's got a very thick Indian accent. So I said, what can I do for you? He says, well, he says, uh, tell me your name. Well, you call me, you should know my name or thank him, but I already know this is a scam. So I give him a, a, a nonsense name. I must have said to him something like uh, Joe Blow. Well, excuse me, Mr. Blow, but you owe the IRS $6,000. 
and back taxes. I do. So now, like I said, I know this is a scam. I start acting all concerned. Oh my, my goodness! How, how did I get sick? Oh, don't, don't worry. I'm here to help you. He's telling me. Yeah. He says we don't want to put you in jail, but right now we have paperwork that we're supposed to. But I'm trying to help you first. Oh, thank you. I tell him. Thank you. Thank you. So he says you can pay the six thousand dollars now with a credit card, and I can tear up this uh, warrant for your arrest. I said, Wow. Oh. oh Okay, let me think. And then I tell him, I said, uh, sir, I don't have $6,000. You can't borrow it from somebody? No, I don't. None of my none of my friends are rich. I can't borrow from anybody. I don't have it. All right, let me talk to my supervisor. Hold on, and I'll get back to you. Now, his supervisor must right next to him. He puts me on hold for about three seconds. He comes back. He says, I discussed this thoroughly with my supervisor, and he's he told me he's going out on a ledge here to offer you this. He says, if you pay $3,000, dollars today we're not we're not going to have to arrest you or tear up the warrant i said mr weintraub i said that that's very nice of you and i appreciate all your help but i don't have three thousand dollars i said you might as well tell me it's three million i don't have it oh you have you can't get three thousand and nope he says let me see what i can do he says hold on please and this time he's gone for like five seconds comes back says mr blow well <laughs> mr blow what we can do for you is, he says, we can cut it down. He says, but I have a, I have a very hard minimum. I, I, it's, it's written in stone. I can't go any lower than it. He says, how much can you afford to pay? So I said, well, I have nine hundred ninety-five dollars. Oh, that's very good. The minimum I have is nine hundred ninety dollars. So I said, you're gonna eliminate a six thousand dollar debt for nine hundred ninety dollars? Yes, and you have five dollars to spare. Oh, thank you so much, Mr. Weintraub. Thank you. He says, all I need now from you is a credit card. I said, I don't have a credit card. He says, you don't have credit card. I was like, no, I don't have a credit card. I'm, you know, I'm poor. <laughs> he says, okay, a debit card. You have a debit card. I said, I do, but the debit card is in my wallet and my wallet is in the car. My wife is gone with the car right now. Can I call you back? No, 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 no. Uh, how about a check? You have a check? I said, yes, I have a check. He says, all right. He says, I can take a check. I said, well, you're going to have to hold on because as you know, I'm disabled and I got to go into the other room to get it and I'll come back. You take your time, Mr. Blow. You take your time. <laughs> I reach into the drawer next to me. I have this uh, air horn to help train your dogs. You know, you don't blow it in their ear. You just blow it when they do something wrong. So I take it out of my desk and I get back on the phone. I say, hello, Mr. Weintraub. Yes, Mr. Blow. Yes. Well, all right. What numbers do you need first? Well, you can give me the routing number first. Okay. I said, hold on a second. I got to fix this so I can read it. I got to put my glasses on. You take your time, mister. I said, okay. I said, you ready? He goes, oh, yes, yes, yes. And I blow the horn and the phone. And all I heard was he called me every MF name under the sun. Yes, that was it. That was the IRS, okay? They were calling to curse me out. <laughs> ah, you got to love it when you really, you heard a scammer. Well, I'm sure he's still hearing that horn. That's all scams. First of all, the IRS isn't going to call you and tell you you owe money. They're not going to call you and tell you, well, we have a warrant for your arrest. Pay it now or we're going to come. The IRS, nine times out of ten, is going to contact you by regular mail. And it'll have the IRS markings all over it. And a phone number for you to call. Don't give those phone calls or anything like that too much thought. Especially in the email. The IRS isn't going to email you. 
Another one is the job scams. You know, you have to be wary if you have to pay money or supply credit card number to a company to apply for a job. Some scammers make big promises with work at home opportunities, but these require you to engage in illegal activities. Don't get involved. A job is supposed to pay you. You're not supposed to pay for a job. Keep that in mind, okay? Another thing, mass mailing fraud. You receive a letter promising wealth and good fortune. I don't know. Then you have phantom debt scams. Right? Beware of letters and calls supposedly from debt collectors or court officials. These scammers make threatening claims requiring you to pay money that you don't owe. Pyramid schemes. These investments offer big profits but really aren't based on revenue from sales. Instead, they depend on the recruitment of other investors. Service members or veteran scams. Scammers target bogus offers of government resources, financial services to trick active duty military and veterans out of money. Phishing scams. Now that's what we were talking about with my friend from the African bank. These scams rely on you replying to the to an email, phone call, or text with personal information such as your bank account, credit card numbers, etc. Social security imposter scams. This is, this is big for us on Social Security. Someone calls you pose, posing as a Social Security investigator. This person claims that there is a problem with your Social Security account. They then tell you to call another number to resolve the problem. Again, very rarely are you going to get a call from Social Security on a problem like that. You're got, you'd get a letter in the mail, a certified letter even. But you're not going to get a phone call telling you to call someone else. And then you have uh, subpoena scams. These scammers send bogus emails, supposedly from a U.S. District Court, stating that you have to come to court. These messages are fake and can contain links that are harmful to your computer. Tech support scams. This is another big one. Scammers pretend that there's a problem with your computer and then try to convince you to fix it. Now, here's something to think about. My wife's aunt got a call, and the people said they were from Microsoft and that her computer had a virus on it and she had to have it taken off and they would do it for a nominal thing. My wife's hand gets, gets a phone number to call them back and then she calls me right away and she goes, what do you think of this? I said, it's a scam. So she says, well, they said my computer's got a virus. I said, think about this for a second, Eileen. How is Microsoft going to know your computer and your phone number? How are they going to know your computer has a virus and call you about it? They're not. They're not. The only way you know if there's a virus on your computer is if you turn your computer on and there's a virus. I said, don't, don't give them any kind of money. Don't call them back. Throw away the phone number. Don't respond to it at all. And so she did. And I don't know. There's a lot of scams out there. A lot of scams, folks. And they want to take our money. And we have a hard enough time keeping the money that we do get. All right. We're going to take a quick break here. Uh, 30 seconds. Nothing big. And I'll see you on the other side. An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. FamousApple.com is the home site for this podcast. There you're going to find articles about the topics we discuss. You're going to find our connections to our Facebook page. And you're even going to find connections to our private chat board. So take a minute. Go over. Visit www.famousapple.com. But please wait till the end of this podcast. Don't run out on me now. Let's get back to the discussion. And we're back. 30 seconds. That wasn't too bad now. We've been talking about scams and how they come across them on our phones and on our computers. And, you know, just be careful. I mean, nobody here is stupid. I'm not trying to talk down to anybody. I'm sure you all know about the scams. 
Sometimes it just takes a, a little push, a little tap on the shoulder just to remind you. I mean, the way that they word it, they're always coming up with, with something new to entice you to give them information so that they can steal whatever you have. And you just have to be vigilant. Just watch what you're doing. One good rule of thumb is if you get an email from someone that you don't know, do not, I repeat, do not click on any links on that page. People, it must work. People must do it. Otherwise, there wouldn't be so many sent out. I mean, look at your spam folder. Look at your spam folder on a daily basis and you'll get 10, 20, maybe 30 different emails in there and every one of them are looking to take money or have you buy something from them. And these are unsolicited emails. Or you get the ones that, you know, there's girls looking for you or the other one is the... Psychic has your future all all worked out for you. Don't fall for any of it, okay? You know what? You know what's got your future all worked out for you is you. Now, something else I'd like to point out: Who's home during the day? People who are sick, homemakers, elderly, school children who don't have school. Did you ever notice who the daytime advertisers are targeting? They're targeting you and I. They're targeting the people who are home because they been in an accident or they got hurt or they've taken some kind of medication that's no good for you. <laughs> Think about it. Look at all the advertisements that you see during the day and I'd say three out of every five are for an attorney. Did you fall at work? Did you fall in the school? Did you fall on an icy roadway? Did you trip down somebody's steps? Did a tree fall on you? Were you in a car accident? Were you in a motorcycle accident or a bus accident? Did the bus hit the motorcycle who hit the car who hit you? They have a million and one scenarios. And if you look at them, look, there's one one in particular. They have headlines. Eight million for this guy, nine million for that guy, 10 million for this woman, 50 million for this woman, 3 million for this guy. But in little white lettering on the bottom, it says, you know, don't expect the same results. <laughs> you know, they're looking to make money off of you. Oh, don't worry about it. There's no fee if we don't get paid. But then again, read that little lettering on the bottom. You're, you're responsible for expenses. Not all of them, but some of them. But always read the fine print. Or better yet, you see this, this attorney advertisement. And they're standing there and they look very prim and proper. And if you look at the little white lettering on the bottom, non-attorney spokesman. They want to take your money, right? Yeah, they want to get you, oh, what, what you deserve. They want to get you what you deserve. So you go to court and you'll make, you know, you'll make, just say for argument's sake, you get $900,000. Right off the top of that $900,000, $300,000 goes to the lawyer. So now you're down to $600,000. And depending on how long the case took, you could have another couple of thousand dollars in expenses. So by the time you're done, that $900,000 reward is down to five hundred dollars and change. They want to take money from you. Now, I'm not saying the lawyers are ripping you off. I'm not. But they're trying to sell you on what they've gotten from other people. Me personally, I've said it before, I don't get my professional recommendations off of TV or in the newspaper or online for that matter. You know, I usually ask somebody, if I need an attorney, I'm going to ask somebody I know who's been to an attorney and I'm going to get a couple of names. Then I'll go online and I'll look up those names and I'll make the decision myself, but I'm not going to base it upon somebody that's saying he got uh, $90 million from the guy that got beat up by a cop. I don't care. I mean, not that I don't care, but that $90 million isn't coming to me. Do you know what I'm saying? You got to be realistic. Number one, 
a disability claim, a, a, an accident claim, isn't a lottery. The use of the court is to make you whole again. So they're going to figure out what you'd make if you were still working, the length of time that you could work. And it's going to figure out from there. And then it all depends on how much insurance the person that hit you or the person whose property you tripped on actually carries. But it's not a lottery win. And that's how they try to make it sound sometimes on TV. Well, we've run a little bit long this time. I'd like to thank you for letting me visit with you. I'd like to thank you for chatting with me today. And I just want to wish everyone that you feel better, you feel stronger. And remember, remember, no matter what happens, no matter what gets put in front of you, it can always be worse. Okay, my friend, thanks again for letting me visit with you today. Thanks for stopping by. I hope you have a great, great, great day. And I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Thanks for listening to An Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.